Welcome everybody to this week's episode of Structural Sense Podcast. This is officially episode number 001. One. This is our first real episode. We'll see how it goes. I think we've got a good one lined up for you guys. We've got uh, an interview with uh, Mark Pugkali One Gun yep. that we've filmed. He's got some big news coming up. A good interview with him. Uh, we're going to talk about nutrition because apparently I was bad. <laughs> and maybe I made some questionable decisions over a recent road trip. Um, and if I, I look a little beat down, I've been on the road since Friday. Quick road trip down to Philly, quick turnaround, rush back, funeral today, and then in here to film this for you guys tonight or record this for you guys tonight. So I'm a little bit off my game, but Ryan will keep me straight. And so we're going to talk about some nutrition and nutritional choices and some of the mindset that leads us towards that. And then we're going to close it out with Ryan's tip of the week. So as always, I am at Steve Sansford. I was the one that misbehaved. This is at Ryan from work. We're going to see if he can't straighten it back out. Yep. So... Let's talk a little bit about your week. So, let's talk about the workout from last week. <laughs> okay. Um, we changed up the days a little bit. We worked out Monday. We worked out Wednesday. Yep. And you finally remembered your scale now after Three 18 weeks. weeks. <laughs> so, after 18 weeks, we're finally able to do the first weigh-in. Yep. And we're at three 352.2, I think is what we had. But Ryan doesn't know how to work his scale, so we have no other numbers We'll get it fixed for next that. week. We had a technical glitch. Okay, so 352.2. Go. In what sense? I don't know. All right. So, <laughs> uh, 352.2, uh, your, your your goal, again, Steve, is weight loss. Yes. Right? Or weight management, we like to call it. Yeah. Um, um, in regards to how Steve did last week, as far as his training, uh, it was great. Um, there was a day, actually, we had a, um, a conflict, as yep. far as a call that uh, Steve needed to be on. So... We more or less had a situation where we had to improvise with our training and uh, get a lot of stuff done in a short period of time. So what we decided to do instead is increase the intensity, right, in order for you to get a little bit more of a burn or a little bit more of a workout in a shorter period of time, right? Yeah. I remember that day. Yep. <laughs> what I like to let everyone know is that, you know, um, as far as a lifestyle of building into exercise, right? It's never something that you have to spend an hour or two hours in the gym, right? Um, we talk about, uh, you know, the fitness industry as far as when it comes down to exercise alone, depending on your goals, the maximum that you should ever really use for the most part, in my personal opinion, should be in around four hours a week, right? Um, but what, don't, what people don't realize as far as when it comes down to those goals, they don't realize that it's the other 164 hours, right? Um, so yes, we can crank up the intensity. We had a 35 minute workout and we crammed in everything or uh, uh, for the most part, everything that we needed in that hour, so. yeah. right? Which was a little bit more intense, right? Yeah. I know that for you um, during the workout and we'll, uh, we'll give you some, some footage of that because we do have some footage of, of, of that. We do? Um, yeah, I have the footage of, uh, of uh, you doing the sled. Oh, yeah, with yeah, you sitting on the yeah, sled. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. So to increase the intensity, what we did this time around is normally Steve does on a, a sled pull push, he'll do uh, 135 pounds, right? But we ramped it up. I'm about 180. So <laughs> I sat on the sled this week, and uh, we also lowered his rest periods. And, you know, I think for, for that, as, as far as when it comes down to um, that intensity, right, it was actually more beneficial than that full hour. It may have been. Right. It felt more intense in the exactly. first hour. It felt like right. I've been in here all day. Yeah. So it's one of those things, again, you don't have to spend multiple hours here in the gym or in order to get your results. Yeah. It's what comes out of the other 164 hours 
right? And talking about those other 164 hours, part of the reason why Steve said at the beginning of the podcast that he ruined it was because he posted a picture. Um, <laughs> we do a lot of road trips when it comes down to our network marketing business. And uh, they went on one road trip this, uh, this weekend. And um, uh, Steve, what did you have? I went to Cracker Barrel. I, I got to preface the Cracker Barrel story. We're, we live in Canada. We don't have Cracker Barrel. So ever since I was a kid, traveling to the U.S. and going to Cracker Barrel has always kind of been the thing. And it started at the Cracker Barrel in Watertown, New York. That's where we happened to pass through. And for the last 25 years, I have always ordered exactly the same meal at Cracker Barrel no matter where I go. Fried chicken tenderloins, double macaroni and cheese, and hash brown casserole. It belongs nowhere near <laughs> anything even related to a fitness podcast. I don't even know if it belongs on a food podcast. Yeah. But it is what it is, and I love Cracker Barrel. I haven't changed that order in 25 years until actually this year. That's yes. I've been to Cracker Barrel probably half a dozen times this year because I've been on the road a lot, Detroit, Atlanta, Oklahoma, mm -hmm. and now Philadelphia. Um, and Atlanta, at the beginning of the year, I switched it up. And when I went to the Cracker Barrel, I had the steak and two helpings of broccoli and the vegetables. Yep. And Cracker Barrel makes a great steak. I completely enjoyed it. But I hadn't had my obligatory and I'm obligated <laughs> to have that. Ryan will correct me. I'm obligated to have that meal. So I thought, you know what? It's going to be a quick turnaround time. We got in the car Friday at noon. We knew it was 10 hours down, quick overnight in the hotel room, 10 hours of classroom training, and immediate 10 hours back. I knew that was going to be enough stress. I was going to enjoy my Cracker Barrel meal. So you guys can see a picture over there. One's watching on YouTube. I'll put it up in the corner so you can see what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. You know, um, so we want to talk about a lot of road trips, a lot of the decisions that go in, a lot of the added stresses. After that, the meals consisted of, I think we had hamburger when we got down to the hotel because it was 11 o'clock at night, everything else in King of Prussia was closed, didn't plan <laughs> ahead. Uh, breakfast at the hotel was great, scrambled eggs, bacon, sausage, at least it tasted great, high in fat, but no, carb no, no carbohydrates. Lunch was a box lunch, bit at the mercy there of the event itself. Uh, the box lunch consisted of a sandwich, an apple, a cookie, a bag of chips, and all that wonderfully healthy stuff that we have at lunchtime. Um, dinner on the way home was we stopped at the Outback. It's kind of a tradition. It's what we do. Uh, nine out sirloin with broccoli and French onion soup. And that was all I ate until breakfast this morning. So again, timing the meals I think is important too. But that's yeah. what an average road trip looks like. But I posted the picture of the meal from Cracker Barrel. Now that you guys know what happened, I love my Cracker Barrel. And Ryan put a comment underneath. He's like, why? For the love of my life, why? He put on that post. And on the other post on Facebook, I think it was something along the lines of, Steve, you have ruined everything. <laughs> Which might seem a little bit overdramatic, at it least was, I hope it so. Was. But it was. why don't you talk a little bit about, you've been on these road trips. Yes. You know what they're like. We're all busy with business. We're all busy. Those 164 hours that we're not in the gym in a week, mm -hmm. we can sometimes be under a lot of stress, especially on a time constraint like we had in that situation. Mm -hmm. um, I know there's a couple of people watching this podcast with me, right? And we'll be watching this podcast that were on that road trip. And they'll be leaving comments below saying, we were on the same road trip as you and we ate great. And they did. They did a wonderful job. They stuck to the meals. They were much better than I was. Congratulations to both of you. You know who you are. I didn't. I ruined everything. I ruined Ryan's life. And now he's going to tell us how to fix it. Sure. Um, so my big thing, you know, as far as fixing or making healthier choices, the biggest thing with that is preparation. Absolutely. That is that is the number one thing. Um, you'll see it with a lot of, say for instance, fitness com competitors. They'll take Sunday because it's not the busiest day of the week and they'll prepare all their meals for the whole week. Mm -hmm. That way they more or less just have to go grab their meals for the day, right? And step out of the house with them. Um, but really and truthfully, I think about, 
you know, why exactly you wanted that meal. Mm -hmm. That's that, that, that was, that's what really goes through my mind. So what, what, what was it exactly that you, that, that triggered that for you? I haven't had it in a year. Okay. So it's just it, more that, or less habit. Okay. Let's look at that. Okay. That's, that was yeah. habit. Okay, okay, that was purely habit. When I go to Cracker Barrel, that's the meal I have because I enjoy it. Mm -hmm. I love macaroni and cheese. Best dish ever made. I love fried chicken. Who doesn't? It's phenomenal. <laughs> Cracker Barrel puts it all together that's in a true. reasonably yep. priced package yep. that's filling because you know, after we left Watertown, it was six hours to Pennsylvania. I made everything open. I'm still going to be full mm -hmm. from that meal mm -hmm. six hours later. Mm -hmm. little snack before bed just to keep the edge off You know, because it was a last-minute decision this trip for me too. We left Friday. I decided Thursday I was going. Yeah. So not a lot of preparation time. No excuse. But why did I have the meal then? Because I thought to myself, could I have the steak and broccoli? Sure. Am I going to enjoy it? Probably. Cracker Barrel makes a great steak. But I hadn't had it. You know, and the habit just kind of kicked in. I said, I want that. You know, I'm, I'm heading into two very stressful days. You know, in since Friday afternoon, at since Friday at noon, I spent 20 hours in a car, eight hours in a hotel, eight hours in a training, and two hours at a funeral. And then three hours in a car to get back to London and three hours in a car to get to Oshawa in the first place. Mm -hmm. I gave myself a cheat meal for that. Okay. Right. <laughs> that's the habit, that's, right? Yeah, I think I might have earned it. That, that works perfectly fine. I'm pretty sure calorie-wise I'm still down, but... Hello? Ryan's Anyways, watch is talking yes. to him if anybody heard okay. that. Um, so, as far as having a cheat meal, we've always talked about cheat meals, and that works perfectly fine because that was one of the only ones that you had. Right. Upsettingly, though, what ended up occurring was because there was lack of preparation. Mm -hmm. Right. At night, that night, you had to have a burger. Yep. Right. You know, the following day it was box compound lunch. effect. Exactly. So it, it part of it, it just escalated. Right. It yeah. was one of those things. And for me, you know, I don't really like to count calories. I'm not a calorie counter. Yep. I just like having good macros. Right. Like yep. as far as good fats, good carbs, good, good proteins. Yep. Right. Um, so I think partially when it comes down to it with you wanting yep. that, right, there are, and I want to get like, this is a little, this is, this might be a little too much for some people. Right. Um, but a lot of people have heard about dopamine, right. And what dopamine does to the body as mm -hmm. far as reward. Mm -hmm. Right. So you knowing that you're allowed to have something like that. Yep. That was a reward for you. Trust me, right? that meal made me feel better for and the rest of the weekend. And it created more dopamine, <laughs> right? And you also knew you were going into a more stressful. Absolutely, stressful it day, was stressful, right? So it could be partially the fact that you could have wanted something because yeah. you knew that you were going to you're rewarding yourself for that yeah. the effort that you had. And I'll be honest with you guys, for the most part, you know, when I said all that stuff, I was completely joking. Absolutely, right? yeah. You know, and I knew he was too. It's not. Uh, it's not. I just had a serious. comment yeah. on preparation. <clears throat> could we have prepared the meals ahead of time? Could we have taken our food with us? Yeah. Yes, except for one problem: we're crossing an international border. Can't. Yeah. We can't take fruits and vegetables, mm -hmm. and I believe there's some kind of meats we can't take. Exactly. You know, can't take can't any take anything. that across yeah. the border. Yeah. You know, we could have stopped on the other side of the border and stocked up. We tend to do that for a longer road trip, mm -hmm. like Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. Or Atlanta, we'll stop at a, at a market, at a grocery store, and, and stock up on some snacks and supplies. But for <laughs> a quick run mm -hmm. to Philadelphia, we just we didn't take the time to do it. But that's just a little bit of preparation there. We can't legally take that stuff across the border. Exactly. Um, and what I would say about that is, like, for the most part, that was, again, that was just one of those situations where it just happened. Yeah. Right? And there is little black preparation. In those situations, you just want to make better choices. Yeah. Right? As best as you can. However... You know, if you're going to go have mac and cheese, hash brown casserole, hash brown, wow, I can't even say it, 
hash brown casserole. It's like the source. Exactly, right? <laughs> and uh, um, chicken tenders, yeah. right? Then, yeah, have that be have that be the only meal. Yeah. The biggest thing is like you can't avoid some of the other things later on down the yeah. road. So that was all preparation based. But, you know, what I would say as far as my advice and what I would say to my advice to everyone here that's listening is normally when you do plan a trip, right, uh, you know ahead of time where you're going. Yep. And in those situations, you have a, a decent amount of time. Sure. So it's important that. to also do some research on some of the places in the area. Yep. That way you are making better choices. Yep. Um, and, and, you know, it, it's like this, you know, we, we, we prepare so many different things as far as like our days, our lives, right? Um, you know, uh, as far as even our success and what we want to do to yep. become successful when it comes down to financials and family and all the above. But why don't we do that with our own health, with our own eating? That's right? a great question. Right. So, so I know it's, we're, it's, we're it's about a, to get hammered in the comments here by those other fellow attendees on the road trip who did a better job than I did of preparing. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to make it because they knew they were going along with that, but they, they prepared some snacks. They did very well. Very, very proud of you guys. You guys did phenomenally well. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's again, it, it does come down to preparation and just making sure that, uh, you know, you prepare prior to and in a situation where you do have an extended period of yeah. time to make those preparations, you know, it'd be good to do more research on those. So what do you eat at the Cracker Barrel? What I eat is at the Cracker Barrel. So when we're on road trips, the reason as to why we stop at Cracker Barrel for the, in, in the first place is because it's along the highway, right? And you can catch it's one. Along the highway. Yeah, where is it? It's everywhere. Yeah, it's everywhere. It's consistent. It's exactly the same no matter where you mm -hmm. go. Mm -hmm. And it's reasonably affordable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? I think that meal was, <laughs> that meal with an unsweet tea was thirteen thirty-seven. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> for yeah. me, if I'm going to be on the road and I'm going to be eating at a restaurant, um, yeah, sometimes I do have some bad things. I'm not going to lie, who doesn't, right? Yeah. Because you're on vacation or you're on the road, right? Uh, but for the most part, I stick to meat and vegetables. Yeah. Uh, part of the reason as to why I stick to meat and vegetables too, um, due to way, the way my body type is, yep. right? For me, when I have a simple carbohydrate, when I have um, something like wheat or I have something like um, um, uh, potatoes and things like that, yeah. I find, and even rices, give or take, I find for me, I get exhausted. Yeah. So after about half an hour worth of eating, I'm just completely spent. Yeah. So if we're on the road and I have to drive or I have to stay awake in those situations, right? I'm I'm not going to have something super heavy, right? I'll have vegetables and I'll have protein because as far as when you digest it as well, your insulin doesn't spike, mm -hmm. right? So the insulin spike does cause it to drop, right? Now, I was actually listening to a, a, a podcast the other day and um uh I was, uh, it was about the whole concept of insulin and cortisol, right? So cortisol right. is a stress hormone, yeah. right? <clears throat> the interesting thing about what insulin does is it helps with cortisol, but insulin is not necessarily our, our best friend. It's, it's the hormone of aging, yeah. right? so it does cause issues. So you knew you were coming, like going back to what we were just talking about, you knew you were going into a day of stress. Yeah. So you knew that was coming. Yeah. So, you know, it could be one of those situations where as far as when it comes down to that reward, knowing that you can have it, and then also that happiness, like the serotonin base, right? You could have the food and then therefore it would reduce your cortisol. It would actually help you feel better, right? So some people do make decisions. It really did. It really exactly, did help me feel better. Right? It, <laughs> you know, and it's one of those things as far as, uh, you know, when it comes down to a person that's not in the field of fitness, it, those aren't big things that you need to know about when it comes down to like, insulin and cortisol and 
you know, dopamine. It's, that's that's all a lot for the most part. But I mean, when it comes down to a lot of it is the mindset understanding why exactly it happened in the first yeah. place, right? Because people don't make decisions, you know, they don't wake up in the morning and go, oh, I want Brussels sprouts. It's just, they always want carbohydrates. They always crave something specific. Let right? me stop you right there because I did wake up this morning. I say this morning because I went to bed at 6 a.m. When I got home, I woke up at quarter after 12. We had to leave at 12.45 to get to the funeral on time. And the first thing they said when I woke up was that my niece had made pancakes for breakfast. Mm-hmm. And they were in the oven waiting for me mm-hmm. with sausages. So I had my niece's pancakes for breakfast. It is what it is. You're set up, right? <laughs> so I, I was set up. Okay, great. So when I prepare my own food at home, mm-hmm. I have no problem eating the meats and vegetables because I enjoy it. Yep. If they force me to eat steak, twist my arm. With broccoli, I love broccoli. Twist my arm again. Cabbage, I love cabbage. Mm-hmm. Just eat it by the head. Just peel a leaf off and eat it if I could. Mm-hmm. I do do that. I can't do it. How do you get the buy-in? from people around you. Whether you have somebody else, you have roommates and you guys pool on meals. Yep. You have a spouse whose eating habits are not aligned with yours. Mm-hmm. You're visiting family for whatever situation mm-hmm. and then they want to host you while you're there. How do you communicate your nutritional requirements to those people? I mean, you know, their goals aren't necessarily your goals and yes. In those situations, it, it does come down to preparation, but at the same time, it could come down to the whole concept of just having a conversation about it. Just really saying, you know what, this actually does mean something to me, and this is what I want, and I'd appreciate your support in the fact of, like, I know that you might need it as well, right? type of thing. So um, let's talk about mindset. Okay. The mindset to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, for people that have the the yo-yo dieting you've talked about that before that may be a difficult conversation to have with a spouse mm-hmm. or a close family member or a roommate saying you know what I'm, I'm on another diet i know you hate that word yeah but that, that's the way that conversation is going to happen it's yeah. going to be about i'm on I'm, I'm doing another low carb diet i'm doing another yeah whatever the, the happened the fad diet happens to be mm-hmm. you can imagine that the spouse is kind of like yeah you know it didn't work out for you last time or you know the mom wants yeah. to cook the meal right so it, could it be, goes to mindset, I think, and yep. how focused are you? Yep. And what I was going to say was um, it could also come down to the, the whole concept of wording, right? Words are powerful. <clears throat> so, you know, instead of saying the whole concept of diet or, you know, bringing up that, that concept of diet, because this is the thing, right? When you hear the word diet, majority of people right away think in their mind, what, what's the one thing that you think in your mind? Diet? Yeah. When I hear the word diet, it's, I don't like the word at all i don't know if i use it time time. it just it conjures up images of something that's not going to work there you go a, a diet to that's me, exactly what diet, it is i hear the word diet okay that's not going to work right so maybe they're okay I, and, and doing. Yeah. no matter who it is for the most part i guarantee you every single person when you hear the word diet and you go on diet the the person that hears that says that's not going to work oh it's not going to work right in it's their a head diet. they Diets already know never work and that's the whole it's in the thing dictionary. behind it right so, you know, I think a lot of the wording behind that is changing to, listen, we need to change our lifestyle. Okay, that's a good tip. Because, you know, if you're trying to fix it in other ways, why not try to fix it in the whole concept of food? Yeah. Right? Because, you know, we only live once, yeah. right? And depending on the foods that you eat, yes, you can enjoy some, right? But at the same time, too, you have to moderate it in order for you to live longer and healthier, right? 
you know um so when it comes down to that yeah maybe it's a it's that whole like you know lifestyle i again too it could be another idea of instead of um setting yourself up for failure right or mm -hmm. having someone set you up for failure right set yourself up for success right find ways that you can set yourself up right um for success by doing doing the grocery shopping yeah right and bringing home things and being like this is what we have there's nothing that we can do about it right and that works on that. I think that's where it really starts is mm -hmm. at the grocery store. Yeah, but it it, it it is mindset, and this is the whole con. This is what we what we talk about as far as the whole podcast. Yeah, it's that whole idea it's of it's not necessarily just about the fitness. Yeah. You have to have the mindset prior to in order for you to get the results that you want. Because if you go in there and you only focus on getting the results that you want, but you don't think about everything else on the back end, yeah. right? As far as having to eat healthy, right, and just like you know, uh, um, being able to sleep properly, things like that, then you're not going to get the results one way or another. Yep. You could, you could grind yourself all day, all night here at the gym. Right. And it's not going to help because there's that other 164 hours of the yep. week. Right. I want to read you something. Yeah. This is a passage from James Allen's book, as a man thinketh. Okay. I don't know if you've read that one yet, yep. but it, it comes up in time to time. Read a lot of personal development. And I read this passage and I wanted to get your thoughts on it. Um, the the, uh, the chapter's titled, the, the subchapter's titled, Three Examples of Ignorance. Here is a rich man who is the victim of a painful and persistent disease as the result of gluttony. He is willing to give large sums of money to get rid of it, but he will not sacrifice his gluttonous desires. He wants to gratify his taste for rich and unnatural foods and have his health as well. Such a man is totally unfit to have health because he has not yet learned the first principles of a healthy life. Mm -hmm. I really think the key word in there is rich, and I assume that means like a rich dessert, and unnatural foods, meaning processed foods. Yep. I thought that was a very powerful paragraph. I mean, we all know what the painful and persistent disease as a result of gluttony. We all know what that is. Mm -hmm. It's diabetes. Exactly. Right? It's just an interesting paragraph in that book. What, what are your thoughts on that paragraph? I think my thoughts on that paragraph would be, so he wants to have a rich life, but he doesn't want to give up. He basically wants health. Right. He's willing he to give a large yeah. sum of money to get rid of his, his exactly. disease, yeah. but he's not willing to change the habits that caused the disease mm -hmm. because as it says here, because he has not yet learned the first principles mm -hmm. of a healthy life. Habits are important though. Habits it, are it, everything. You know, I've seen this for instance. Um, um, I've seen some people, for instance, that are significantly overweight, um, you know, 50, 60, 70% body fat, ridiculous. And uh, when it comes down to them, they go to get um, gastric bypass. Mm -hmm. Right, um, and after they get it done, they try to work at it, but then they don't develop the skills they have or that they that they need in order to build a healthy lifestyle, and they revert back. And next thing you know, they gain that weight back. Yep. Right, because all it does is physically shrink the stomach, but psychologically, doesn't work the mind. Yep. So, my thoughts on that would be. You know, as far as the same thing when it comes, mindset is so important. And when it comes down to eating, it, it it's, you, you need to know, you need to know what exactly it is. And I think for a lot of people is we get so caught up in life, 
right? We get so caught up with things that are going on that we don't realize how important our health is, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, when it comes until it's too late, then we try to buy our way out of it. Exactly, and it right? can't be done. Yeah, and it can't be done. Right? I you thought that that was very powerful from that from, from that paragraph. Money, money can only buy so much. That's true. That's <laughs> you true. can get all the material things that you want, but I mean, when it comes down to your health, you know, if you have cancer or something like that, or, or when it comes down to even like diabetes, right? Type two diabetes, yeah. that thing is that's something that just comes on. Yeah. You know, I've had uh, um, several people, for instance, um, uh, other trainers. Not personally, I don't have any uh, anyone specifically. I don't think with diabetes right now. No, I don't. Um, but I have had other trainers who um, have had clients who had, have had type 2 diabetes. Yep. And after an extended period of time, not even, not even really extended, after like six to eight months of training with their trainer and changing their lifestyle and their healthy eating, they didn't have to take their insulin anymore. Right? They were just, yep. it just went away. Now I'm not saying that it got fixed because I can't say that. Can't I'm say not that, a, you know. But it suspiciously disappeared. But it just went away, yeah. right? So, you know, the only reason as to why they got to that point in the first place is because they had someone coach them, teach them, and work with them. Right. Right. Now there's certain motivation behind it, right? And it's important to have that mindset and that motiv uh, mindset to get that motivation to do it. But when it comes down to it, a lot of it is wanting to change, yeah. right? It's, it's wanting to, to, to get that. Awesome. Yeah. So for those of you that tuned into our episode zero, uh, the who are these guys and what are they doing episode from last week, you'll know that we hinted that uh, our interviewee, is that right, interviewer, interviewee? Yeah. Our yes. interviewee, our interview subject was professional boxer, Mark Pugkali One Gun, currently 10 and 0. We were yeah. there when he got number 10. We sat down with him and had a chat with him for a few minutes about his mindset and uh, how it's helped him with his career. So we're going to roll that for you guys right now. No, I, Mark should introduce Mark. No, I'm the guest, bro. Exactly. You're supposed to introduce the guest. Oh, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> hey, how are you guys doing today? Uh, <laughs> we have no idea what we're doing. Yeah. We're here with another episode of... First episode. Structural right? Sense. <laughs> it's um, the first episode. First we're going to work then. No, we're going to do one before this. First oh. real episode. First yeah. real episode. And uh, we're here with our guest uh, today, Mark Pug Kaliwangan, uh, professional boxer. Uh, more or less, we'll just get him to talk a little bit about himself, introduce himself, and uh, give you guys an idea of who he is. Hi, I'm Mark Pug Kaliwangan. I am an undefeated professional fighter with a record of 10-0 with 8 knockouts. Um, I am based out of here in London. When I have a fight, I, I go train over to uh, Wildcard in Los Angeles. And... Uh, yeah, that's about it. That's great. So we, we just had lunch with Mark. We just got together for lunch. We were planning on shooting this at the restaurant, but it was a little bit too busy. And we were sharing with Mark our, our goals and our philosophies for this podcast. We want to talk about mindset and how important that is to any goal, but particularly to, to physical fitness. And as a professional boxer, especially with that kind of record, there's no doubt that Mark has an understanding of physical fitness and the mindset that goes into that. And you shared a story with us while we were having lunch. Mm -hmm. about a particularly bad day you had when you were down at Wildcard and how that was followed up by a good day. Yeah. Why don't you share that with us again? Um, a bit more well, detail. since we've been talking about mindset, I believe that um, mindset is very important. You know, having a positive mind towards everything is very important. You're not going to see a fighter or see myself go to a fight thinking negatively, like, think, like having a bad uh, mindset. Um, so, like... In the story I was telling you guys, um, it was I was having like a rough morning, 
was sparring day and I uh, was feeling well I just kept thinking all this negative thoughts in my mind like oh I'm gonna do do horrible today and be all shitty and be too tired and what happened I, I got my ass handed to me in sparring because you know if you put your mind through something like that it's it's gonna happen so um, I always believe in like being positive and believing yourself believing um, like good things are going to happen that's how good results happen as well that's good and then you mentioned the following week on sparring day again mm-hmm. you had a much better day because you said you're in a better mindset yeah. you said you went for a good walk or a good yeah. run before the set walk us through what that day looked like how did that differ from the line from the week before oh uh, that day like the morning i felt a lot better i went for a nice nice uh morning run i felt good and you know i was just i was in good mood um i was excited to get back into the get back to the gym prove myself you know had positive uh like a positive mind positive energy and i did really well in sparring that day because i i had something to show I, like it just i was having a great day you know just everything is all about mental right if you ha- if you're thinking thinking negative you're, you're gonna have a negative day if you have positive mindset you're gonna have a positive day that's that's how i see it as that's awesome you also mentioned over lunch that sometimes you listen to a motivational mm-hmm. audio or something before workout, yeah, before yeah. spar, what kind of things do you listen to? Oh, I listen to uh, I listen to a lot of things. Like there's like a, a huge like playlist on on YouTube. Fearless motivation is like one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, I, I'll listen to like Floyd Mayweather. He he has this. Like, people make lots of um, snippets of his of his like of his of his um of his speeches, mm-hmm. and they will put that online. And I'll just like listen to like Floyd Mayweather talk. I'll listen to Muhammad Ali um of, of his of his speeches it's just anything positive i, I like to listen to it it's awesome yeah so when it comes down to uh say for instance reading i know you do read a lot um oh, yeah. is there anything specifically that you, that you read that gets you into that specific mindset or mm. you know uh gets you in a good attitude or uh, anything i don't know i i read a i read a lot actually i've read like um i read most of robert green's books you know 48 laws of power mastery um I don't know. I I just love to, I love to read. I love reading like the self motivation books, like where like uh, self improvement books. Sorry, um, all those things really like pump me up, especially um, mastery, because that book it it really like um, it really helped me a lot. It really explains um, what you should be doing to reach mastery, right? Mm-hmm. And he talks about. Uh, he he shares stories where like people like had nothing and then they kept a positive mindset towards their main goal to mastering their goal and they mastered their goal so it's just everything is just about like keeping a positive mindset so you you do some training you you take on some clients for for fitness training and boxing training you have one coming up this afternoon yeah Um, we had a situation here yesterday I came in to do my weekly training with Ryan and I knew I wasn't in the right frame of mind when I got here Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't express that to him, and I knew I wasn't right, and ended up injuring my shoulder very mildly. It should be okay, but you know, somebody in, in my situation, many people out there that they come to the gym for their fitness, and you know, they know they're not in their right mind when they get there. You mm-hmm. know, they've had a bad day, they've had some problems, they had bad traffic on the way getting here. You know, whatever it is, when they get here, when they walk in that door, and they're not in the right mindset, what's a tip that you could share with them to help them get their mind right? Um, 
that's it's really different for everybody to be honest what I would do myself I like to put my headphones on and listen to like some like hardcore rap music okay to get it depends awesome. what kind of situation yeah, exactly. you're in right some people I know I've met some people where they like to have um, like peace and quiet before they walk to the gym or when they're going to the gym they would like listen to like like slow music R&B music jazz music you know classical music just to like mm -hmm. um, like calm them down me I like to get pumped up mm -hmm. and that, that usually like you know usually does help me in awesome. a sense that's a good yeah. tip mm -hmm. I'll try that next time yeah I hurt myself yeah <laughs> <laughs> I find for me that's pretty much the same thing it's either something to get me motivated enough um, or I also find as well is just a certain environment Right. Yeah, being yeah. around specific it's people be the environment. here at the gym, like, yeah. they motivate you a little bit more depending on you yeah. know, what exactly it is you're doing, right? Mm -hmm. so, well, like even, even for me, like if I have a bad day, I, I try to say, say, like tell myself, like all right, if I when I get this workout in, it's gonna be a, a brand new start. It'll be a good day. Just gonna work out and I'll forget about what's going on. Mm -hmm. So usually, like the workout usually does, like clear out your mind so when you have a bad day when you have that bad workout you don't beat yourself up over it afterwards you just put uh, behind you and yeah like, I, 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 I would like beat myself up for like a couple hours and then i'll like you know get my mind straight again but like, oh it was just a bad day it was an off day I'll, I'll i'll be back tomorrow you know that's great that's awesome yeah. well mark we appreciate you taking some time out of your busy day to sit down and share some tips oh, with us what's you. uh what's next in the professional boxing career of mark Puglano? uh my my team is uh working on on something for me right now uh hopefully i'll get a fight um, by August or September, and uh, keep my winning streak on. So awesome! Well, we're looking yeah. forward to being there. Thank Thanks you again. So Appreciate much. you taking the time to spend some time with Thank us, you, brother. Thank you. All right, So we just watched uh, that great interview with Mark, and uh, you know we went over a couple small things with him right there. We don't want to take too much of his time because we know that he is busy. Uh, and part of the reason as to why he's busy is because he's preparing for a brand new fight that's coming up. I did hear that, yeah. yes. Um, Mark is uh, the co-main event uh, in a fight that's on June 17th, yep. which is my birthday, yeah. <laughs> in, really? in Kansas. In Kansas. Right? We have so, to go to that one. Yeah. I absolutely won't be there because yeah. it's my birthday. But uh, yeah, you know, uh, being able to step away for a couple of years due to a couple injuries and come back have a great fight. Um, no real ring rust, which I, I, I loved about it. Uh, you know, he, he got in there and he got working again. And uh, from there, getting a co-main event, you know, like six months out. He's excited. So he's excited and, you know, so are we because uh, we see great things with him and uh, he's, get, he's got a great uh, training camp. Great. So why don't you talk about the interview that we have lined up for next week's sure. podcast? Right. And I know you're excited for this one. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, so we have an interview coming up with a personal trainer named uh, Dan Stevenson. I've uh, met this guy working here with uh, a couple of the trainers at uh, Fit Club and um, you know, I had a great conversation with him. I always have great conversations with Dan in regards to mindset uh, because as far as when it comes down to him and I, we sort of thrive on the same thing when it comes down to the analytical aspects of training, but you know, the results base. Um, and getting our clients the result and the mindset of getting our clients results. Yep. So, you know, um, I've trained here with Dan for a while now, uh, the last, uh, what, five months. Mm -hmm. uh, learned a lot about him as far as a person, genuinely a great person and a great trainer. Uh, has a lot of clients that are getting awesome results. Uh, one of which who's lost a significant amount of weight. Um, you know, she's she's been doing awesome, and I watch her work ethic. So he's she just gets on his clients as far as making sure that they get the results that they want, and works with them properly to get those results. So 
That's great. Awesome. That sounds good. So, um, and last but not least, as we close up the podcast, Ryan's tip of the week. Again, we didn't prepare this in ahead nope, of time. I'm putting I got on the it. spot again, but I get right. a funny feeling it's going to be about Cracker Barrel. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, no, not necessarily. Go to Cracker Barrel. No, I'm just kidding. Go to Cracker um, Barrel. I guess my tip not of the, the week. the mac and cheese. Yeah. Would be, you know, we've talked a little bit about nutrition yep. and, and uh, you know, wanting certain things and, and um, you know, eating things that might not necessarily be the best for you. Uh, so I guess my tip of the week would be try to stay consistent or try to keep the whole concept of the compound effect more active. You know, small disciplines over time create massive result. Um, and do that with your eating. Because when it comes down to it, you know, that's what's going to create that result. Um, be, you know, when, when we talk about the whole concept of fitness, right, we know that there is only anywhere between two to four hours a week that people work out for the most part. Yeah. Right. So that is only two to four hours out of the 162 to 164 hours of the week. Yeah. Right. Um, so when it comes down to that, a lot of it is just making sure that you're consistent in those hours. Right. Uh, keeping your nutrition up. I would even go to say that nutrition would probably be 80% of it. Sleep would be the other 10. And then workouts would be the other 10. So great tip. Making sure that, uh, your nutrition's on. If you guys have any questions about nutrition at all, or you know, if there's something that you need that will fit into your lifestyle, by all means, uh, you know, you can yep. get a hold of us and uh, you can tweet us at Structural Sense directly, or tweet us individually. He's at Ryan from work. I'm at Steve Sansford. Mm -hmm. You mentioned compound effect. I think there's a podcast in the very near future explaining compound effect yep. and the principle behind that because it, it's a great principle you can apply to all areas of your life. We certainly apply it to business. We're working on applying it to fitness, but that, that'll be really good. So. Yeah, reach out to us on Twitter. Um, ask your questions. We're looking forward to answering your questions on this show. And until then, I think that wraps this one up. So yeah. we'll see you guys back here. Thanks again for watching. We appreciate the support. Please like and share this with your friends. Send us any questions you have. We'll have Ryan answer them. And until then, keep in mind, the body will never be right until the mind is. Thanks for watching. Bye for now.